Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mayday, bitches. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast with Amanda, Shandy, and Colleen. My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is season eight, episode 30, episode number 345. How's it going? Good. Goes. Yeah, it goes. Mm. Everything goes. Um, Yeah, one of my children shaved their arms tonight, so that was cool. Not their armpits. So I really didn't see that one coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? He got it in his head. He tried to. Sh- he shaved his leg the other day. Then he shaved his other leg the next day. He just. He just got this compulsion in his head, and I was like, "Well, you know, I could try to stop it, or I can just let it play its course. It's yeah. not the end of the world." One limited time. expression is a ongoing dis- uh, journey of discovery. Yes. We might take the, uh, yeah, we might have to take the razor out of the shower, though, before we shave more things. I don't know. I don't know. We're running out of parts to shave, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Before you so end up great. with a missing eyebrow. Yeah. I'm a little concerned. Yeah. Can we get at least use shaving cream, dude? Um, but, yeah. Anyway, we are joined live tonight by the Hangout Level patrons, and we have a crowd tonight. We have Brian, not Brain. We have Greg. We have Matt Loves TV, who just also celebrated a birthday. We also have Shandy's birthday on Saturday. Woo! Woohoo! We have Maggie here, and we have Mandy. I think I got everybody. Um, yeah, I think it's I got a everybody. Great group. It's a yeah, good it was a great crowd. group. Check out the bonus show that we just accidentally recorded with everybody where we did my connections for the day. It was great. It and was we also talked fun. about recycling. Yeah. And how Ron DeSantis is a dummy. <laughs> that will never not be true. Yeah. It's a, it's a, what's the, not a golden thing. Uh, evergreen. It's an evergreen, evergreen statement. Evergreen, yes. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, but anyway, thank you everybody for joining us. We'll try to... Uh, Keep it fun and snappy tonight. Um, how's it going, Shandy? How was your last week as a 39-year-old? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. Um, no profound thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. It's it's uh it is. I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it was a week. It was a week. Yeah. I mean, it's just getting started to be fair, but yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's like you haven't even really like circled third base towards home yet you know you're right. 
That's a good point. So I woke up this morning and didn't know what day it was. I was like, is it a weekday? Is it a weekend? I can't remember. Yeah. Then by the end of the day, I was convinced it was Wednesday, which is why I didn't post anything earlier about this. And then I was like, then uh, I realized it was Tuesday at like five o'clock. And then I went to go pick up the kids. And then I forgot what day it was again. And then Mandy was like, where's the link? And I was like, oh, fuck. Forgot the link. The yeah. three day just threw us all off. It really it does. Just, it really like it just it knocks the whole my whole equilibrium off. Yeah. What we should really do is have three days every single weekend, and then we can get used to that normal, and and then we'll be fine. Amen. Perfect. Love preach, that. Sister, preach. <laughs> um. Ooh. Okay. So, first of all, I have a cat update. Kind of. <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay. I'm very excited. <laughs> oh, so we didn't, we didn't, okay. We didn't pick a cat out, but this weekend there was a cat show at the fairgrounds and it was fun. No, it was fucking weird and terrible. Oh, no, we spent oh. $26 for the four of us to go in and I immediately regretted it. I was yeah. like, like it was, they were in the little like cat tent setups. Mm-hmm. Like only a couple of them were like around to be pet. There was like this homemade cakes that people brought in that they started cutting up to give out to people, which was real mm-hmm. gross. Mm-hmm. Um, there were people that were just like sitting there eating their lunch, like at like two o'clock in the afternoon, one o'clock, maybe it was like one thirty in the afternoon, pulling apart like oh, this one lady. And this was the part where this was the point where I was like, ew. She was like picking apart, like, I don't know if it was like pork or chicken or beef or whatever. She's like pulling it apart with her fingers. And I'm thinking, oh, she's going to feed that to the cat. It smells so gross, but okay. Nope. Then she just starts her own mouth. (laughs) It's like, why are we here? Oh, damn. It was really weird. Then there was like this best in show thing, but. They they were different stations. I had no we had no idea what cats were being entered for what, mm-hmm. and um they they were just literally there were kittens. They were holding them up. They were like standing them up. They were like rubbing them down, going like this, and then just putting them back. Like there was no like this is muffin, muffin is blah blah blah. Nope, nothing. Just mm-hmm. really really mm-hmm. strange. So that was very odd. Anyway. It was odd. It was odd. But and what about the found- two brothers? Okay, okay, so then we found we found these, like, bangle kitties that were there that were for sale. We're like, oh, my God, like, they're hypoallergenic, blah, blah, they're blah. Also they're also a lot so, of work. Bangle cats so are, like. so beautiful. Well, then I went, they gave us their business card, so I went on our website, their website. We were standing there. Yeah, those cats were $4,000, and I was Ooh. like, I was like, well, this is a waste. I'm like, this is, this is, no. Dare um, I ask, total or individually? <laughs> Individually. Oh. It was literally called Bougie Bangles was the website. Yeah. Well, mm. I suppose at that price tag, uh, what else do you call them? So it was a whole bunch of breeders that were there that were not interested in really doing anything being there. Like most of them were on their phones. Like, But it was packed. It was packed wall to wall. My throat hurts really bad yesterday and today. And I'm pretty sure that I picked it up there. Um, anyway. So when we got back, I was like, I need to figure out how to make this, make this up. So I was like, we're going. So I went on the Raleigh moms group. I typed in kittens and I found a 
shelter that apparently is big in the area, a rescue agency that's big in the area and like really like good. And uh, we found out that they were at PetSmart, which is near us. So we mm-hmm. went, the kids and I went to PetSmart and uh, it was way better. We should have done that the whole time. Zachary um, and Alex, because Zach's, you know, allergic to cats. He, um, they found this pair of like orange colored cats. They were brother and a sister. Abella mm. and Aerosmith were their names. Um, <laughs> okay. They were born in June and they were super cute. Like at one point, Zach starts rubbing his hands on them and then going like this. It's like, it's going to see if they're going to make me sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> That's very bold. That's very brave. It was. It was a bold strategy, but yeah. I expect nothing less from Zachary. That's so we're gonna do it. I was, do it big. They, so I don't. I don't know if we're in the market for two cats because I know that they take care, keep to each other, whatever company, and blah blah blah. But that was as, my argument. <laughs> but there, yes, because because I needed to have two two references. So I put Shandy and uh, my sister down. Oh, <laughs> uh, did they ever call you, Shandy? Nope. Okay, they didn't call my sister either. Uh, I was I was kind of just wondering because the lady like called me the next day. Apparently they microchip them, but they keep control of the microchip because they want to know if they if you dump the cat at a shelter or anywhere else because they want to go pick it up and bring it back to their oh. fosters. Wow. Um, every one of them is in foster care. They come to you spayed or neutered, house trained. Like they won't let you take a kitten home until they're. I think it's um, 20 weeks for a female kitten and 24 weeks for a male kitten. And that's because they want to make sure they're like house trained and they get a sense of their personalities. It's really, it's like a real serious operation. And the lady has texted me several times, like to be like, have you found any cats that you want to meet? Just look at our website, let us know. And and the fosters will reach out to you. So yeah, I don't know. It might happen a lot quicker than I thought. (laughs) And we still need to figure out if we're doing one or two. But that's my update. Yeah. Two kittens. <laughs> that's just it. Like we we've had two cats simultaneously for many years now, for seven years now, off and on, I suppose. For whatever. Um, but they've never both been kittens at the same time. And that's so cute. And well, these are brother and sister too. Yeah. So like I mean, think think of Alice and Paul's cats. They're brother and sister, they're the best of friends. We'll see. We'll see. And you know, by the time we get, because my sister and her and like my niece and nephew and brother in law are coming this weekend. Um, we can't have like new cats this. Like, so even by the time we're yeah, ready to like lot. take the cat home, like those could could be. I mean, they're showcasing all these cats out every weekend at different pet stores in the area. So like, well, but you how know? old are those ones? Because they uh, they're ready to go. So that's what eight months. Okay, so they're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But anyway, okay. So that's that's my update. Let's see. Uh, Mandy says, I talked to my mom about the cat. She said fostering would be a good idea. She's fostered many mama cats and babies during COVID. Oh, mm. She said any nonprofit would be happy to let you find a foster to find a perfect cat. I might. I might. We'll have to see. Uh, I just don't want my kids to get attached to them, but I do like that idea. Well, so. you know, you know, you can always, like, accept, like, foster to adopt you know i feel like that's what you know not that i'm an expert in the situation but i would imagine lots of shelters probably hope that the outcome that like you know the foster will be a good fit and they will just adopt them 
yeah it's probably easier for the shelter you know then they don't have to rehouse well, they don't keep all of the cats they accept they have volunteers that that foster them they don't keep mm -hmm. any like they don't board any themselves too mm -hmm. which is crazy gotcha. like yeah like this is like this is like a very well run like from what i gathered like mm -hmm. organization so i feel like we've at least found the right place um and that's super anyway. important Yes, that yeah. is super important. So no, anyway, that was that's my update. Uh, the only other thing I had. Uh, oh, okay. Lindsay Lohan has a movie coming out. It's a rom com coming out for St. Patrick's Day, and we need to watch it and make it our monthly thing. That's true. Okay. I did see that. I missed the Ron DeSantis thing, but I saw the Lindsay Lohan movie. <laughs> <laughs> the algorithms are weird. <laughs> But it's yeah, called Irish Wish. Yeah. Which, mm, Irish Wish. Yeah. Irish Wish. Trying to Irish do that five times yeah. fast. It really, it gives you a falling for Christmas uh, vibes. Just with two <laughs> the guys world instead of makes one. an Irish Wish. <laughs> <laughs> but are we all agreeing? Can we watch it, please? It'll be on Netflix. Sounds great. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. It comes out March 15th, which I believe is a Friday. So. Great. Perfect. 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 Um, anyway, anybody else uh, have anything? Anybody have a interesting things happen this week? I brought Captain to the vet. Well, mm. Daniel brought him to the vet. I picked him up from the vet yesterday um, with Eden. We went together on the bus Aww. to get the cat. And then the three of us went back on the bus. <laughs> um, so I was that lady. That had a toddler and a cat in a bag on the bus. Nice. There's a theme. There's a theme tonight. <laughs> yep. Yep. Toddler that would not do as she uh, was asked. Didn't oh, want to no. stay in the stroller. So busted out and climbed out of the stroller. And so then now I had the cat in the bag, the, the toddler on my lap, and the stroller. <laughs> things are just multiplying yeah and then it's like trying to get all those three things and myself off the bus <laughs> it was a real moment of like yeah people say um being a parent in new york city is very hard and this is why i wouldn't be dealing with this if we lived in the suburbs and the vet had a parking lot <laughs> The whole reason we didn't drive was because I don't want to be driving around trying to find street parking with the toddler. And then mm. when you do with the toddler, like when you have the cat, how do you get them both in the car without anybody getting hit by a car because you're parallel parked? And I'm not a very good parallel parker. So we're like, we'll just take the bus. And it was it was a lot. It was but a you lot. Made it. But we did. But we made it. Um no real, cap. no real updates. The ultrasound was uh, inconclusive. Oh. Cool. So, Did he get all his fluid? Yes. So, so good thing in the fact that like they didn't find anything else wrong, and that like his yeah. current meds are still like the best course of action. Would I have preferred to like keep the dollars that we spent on the ultrasound? Probably. But the peace of mind that like you know there's nothing worse happening in there is it is a comfort. But he is doing better. He is perkier. He is excited about food again, which is great. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, good. That's amazing. Yeah. He's he's back into like feed me all the time. And I'm like, sure. Whatever. Wow. Have it, buddy. Have all the food. Have all the food. Yep. Yeah. Let's go wild. Yeah. Yeah. So he, 
he has a pep in his step again. So I'm, I'm good. very thankful for that. That's good. That's awesome. That's really, really, that's really nice to hear. Yeah. Yeah. It's real doozy of a day. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Shandy? Anything exciting happen? Oh, uh, we went out of town for the three day weekend. Oh, yes. Nice. How was oh. it? It was good. We went to um, uh, Chimney Rock, which apparently is also where Last in the Mohicans was filmed, which I don't think I've ever seen. And I'm scared that it's probably super racist. But anyway. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched it when I was a teenager. And I'm sure if I went back and watched it now, it'd be like, yeah. oh, this yeah. is so very, very horrible. Yeah. See, I almost want to watch it. Watching just... it and being yeah. bored and turning it off. Or oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Those not some, those are my types of movies though. Yeah. yeah. I I'm like I'm intrigued though to to see the landscape in the movie. Right. It, that's it, always yeah. fun to like watch a movie where it's yeah. filmed in a place you've been. Yeah. Like that's that is that is fun. So we'll see whether or not I actually watch it. But anyway, it's um so it's like this big just like natural, you know, sort of like monumental landscape thing that white people then of course like put a fence around and put steps up to and put a giant ass american flag on top which of course yeah <laughs> they really i mean they didn't have to do that part but anyway um we had visited it once on our way back from Asheville, and there's like a little village uh, around there which is really cute and we're like oh we should come back for a weekend so we did uh stayed there for a weekend cute little cabin and um met a bunch of locals and like we like kind of went impromptu bar hopping on Saturday. It was not our intention, but we like went to the like the one little local brewery and uh, or tap house, I guess they don't even brew there. It's very very small, um, and like met some of the locals and they're like, oh, we should go here afterwards. And then we just kind of like went down the street because there's like one main street. Uh, went to a couple of the different local places. It was pretty fun. Um, did some good hiking. Uh, we also. Uh on the way back, we stopped at a disc golf course because we have like sort of kind of gotten into disc golf like 20 years later. I don't, um, <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> what is that? It's like the, um, it's like Frisbee golf. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, you've seen, you've totally seen the setups. Like the, there's like the, the, the thing around the pole, like the 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 basket hoop net thingies around and the pole, and yeah. It's the Given same description, system. I don't think I have. <laughs> it's the same system as golf, but instead of swinging at a golf you ball with a club, it. you're throwing at basically a frisbee. A there's smaller a gazillion, frisbee. yeah. There's a gazillion okay. courts around here. Okay, it's like a, it's like a whole thing. Like especially, I know like a lot of back in the day. And this is why I say like, literally I have friends who were like playing this in Montana like 20 years ago. And here we are now just like, it's, it's really fun. And you're just like outside and like throwing a Frisbee and, you know, That's walking great. around and yeah. Yeah, super fun. So. It sounds way safer than like throwing axes or whatever the trendy <laughs> like bar activity is these days. Like this, this sounds much more wholesome. Totally. And I mean, it's basically free. Cause you buy like, we each bought like a long range, uh, little frisbee thing and then we bought one putter to share mm -hmm. um, because apparently there's like all kinds of different frisbees like I guess if you're really into it in hardcore you could probably spend quite a bit on equipment but um, if you're not then you don't have to and once you've bought that then it's just like free so okay so you just you bring you bring 
your own like frisbee thing. Yep. Okay. So we saw like for example on the course we saw this one guy who was who was like doing the course alone and we like let him pass us because he was clearly way better than us. Um and he had this whole like backpack with like different you know, all the different types of frisbees that he would use for like different, you know, distances and whatnot. Okay. I think that's, that's pretty intense, but Hey, more power to him. Hey. But, yeah. yeah. Um, Greg calls it frolf. Well, <laughs> fal- yeah, I would say falf is, uh, falf is like how I first heard it referred to. And then I think the like disc golfers didn't think that sounded dignified it enough. Doesn't. It sounds <laughs> like it's an elf. No. Like, yeah. It sounds very funny. It's, it's frisbee golf. <laughs> falf. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a disc golf, uh, but um, anyway, it, it was, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, uh, Amanda, Mandy says axe throwing is really fun. And man, and Maggie, Maggie follows up. up. With, ah. Yeah. I really enjoyed axe throwing. It was fun. Okay. It Come on just down, seem, Amanda. It just we'll seems very, I'm day. not, I no shade. It just seems very dangerous. <laughs> seem as dangerous. long as they're all going in like, yeah. The correct yeah. direction. I mean, just yeah. give me some duck pin bowling any day. Yeah. Or a uh, disc golf. I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't know. Anything it's where like, fun. I have to hand eye coordination. Colleen was there. I broke a I broke a man's hand playing frisbee. So, oh shit, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. We were like throwing yeah. a frisbee and like one of the RAs came like running in flip-flops and was like throw it to me so like really it was their fault and i threw it and didn't throw it well and they still went to catch it and they stumbled over <laughs> themselves and broke their hand not completely was it, my fault. wasn't there also a, an injury you were involved with outside of garland i hope not <laughs> <laughs> one doesn't come to mind but maybe i don't know uh, amanda you gotta come to raleigh and Shandy will come up and we will do a weekend of disc golf and axe throwing. Axe throwing. And yeah. as Sounds Mandy great. points out, yeah. a the smash broad room. Games. Ooh, the smash broad room. games. I'm here for that. Bam. Maybe during the meetup weekend. Yes. Okay. Everybody in the chat's going to be here. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. There's no baseball game. We're going to have the broad great broadcast bake off and we're going to have motherfucking axe throwing or disc golf or something. Yeah, Love one it. of those. Yeah. Perfect. Um, it's funny, though, that uh, you should say that, though, Shandy, with the disc golf, because this past weekend, uh, Jay and the kids got super into um, pickleball. Oh, yeah. Yep. It comes for everybody, pickleball. All the rage. Not me. I tried right. it once, and I sucked. I oh. lost 11 to 0, and I was like, all right. I am back to the uh, individual sports that involve my legs. <laughs> yeah, so so I played when I was visiting my brother for Christmas. Um, he, he and like his friends play paddle, which is it's like pickleball. It's kind of it's like miniature it, tennis. I mean, to be fair, pickleball is basically ping pong meets volleyball meets tennis. Yeah. Well, and paddle is also I don't I can't remember what the difference between pickleball and paddle is, but. Ex-golf. <laughs> oh no <laughs> Sorry. that sounds that sounds that very dangerous <laughs> speaking of pickleball brian is kind of a pro yeah so maybe he knows the difference between but paddle it was actually kind of fun when we played it but it, it is it's kind of like miniature tennis but like also in a cage so you can play off the walls so i'm not sure how it's different from pickleball because i've never actually played yeah. pickleball well, yeah. isn't um, racquetball 
off the walls too, right? If you yes, but that ball. seems much more like insane. Yeah, and I feel like racquetball has been around for a long time, and I feel like pickle yes. pickleball is a no pickleball is new ish. Yeah, pickleball is new, um, and even paddle. Like it's like I'm sure there are people who are super intense about it, but it was more just like fun, and we were like having a drink while we we're doing it. Whereas I feel like yeah, yeah. Well, JM and his work friends played last week. They played twice, and then all of a sudden, we had gotten pickleball stuff as a Christmas present two years ago from um, uh, Aunt Cindy. I'm sorry, Uncle Brett and Aunt Mary, Jay's um, uh, uh, paternal uh, uh, aunt and uncle. And uh, we they sat in our closet until now, so I guess a year and a half or a year later ish, and. Yeah, so now Jay bought pickleball shoes this weekend. We found a pickleball net on clearance at Target. Which oh, is like damn. Size. It's a half-size net, so it fits perfect for our driveway. Um, and then, yeah, like he bought – We went to he went to Dick's and he bought, like, official balls. He bought a backpack. So now he yeah, and his, his work friends are playing, like, twice a week. So Brian says, I'll play pickleball if anybody wants to at the meetup. You know, you might have a taker. Telling you the broad games. Yeah. Well, the broad up. games. The broad games. Mandy says no volleyball though. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. You never have to see yeah. a volleyball at <laughs> all around here. Yeah. Vacation. No volleyball. No volleyball. Oh. All right. This is cool. All right. Broad games. We've got ideas going. Broad games. Hey, yeah. I would like to circle back to Maggie's question because I have the same question. What oh is yeah. A What's a smash room? room? You smash it. Yeah, it's just like a oh, room with okay. stuff and you can just go in with a right. baseball bat and just like take out all your aggression on the world. That sounds kind of cool. I just, the problem with Smash is that there's like, there's multiple meanings. Oh, you yeah. mean you think that it could be a place <laughs> where people go and like smash cake in their faces or bone each other? Like, but, see, I was thinking bone each other, but I knew it wasn't that, but I just, yeah. But we're going to make uh, that a thing now. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that I'll has a name too. I'll smash your room. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk smash. No, broad smash. Broad smash. Um, Brian says pickleball is basically tennis on a bigger racquetball court. Paddle oh, there's some differences, of course. Uh, paddle ball. Paddle ball. Uh, I've not played it, but it looks Which intense. I heard referred to as paddle. Huh. Just saying. Okay. No cool. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I played it I at like, a country club. So it's like, wow, this is um, fancy. <laughs> see, I don't think I like racket sports. Too much hand-eye coordination. Yeah, no. I, I like watching it. Yep. I'm down with watching things, but I'm down with watching the smashing. Um, <laughs> we can do the disc golf. Okay. But that's also a hand-eye coordination. But not the same way, I feel like. But I think and it's also acceptable to drink beer while you do you that. Just, you just yeah. 100% drink beer. Just throw it as far as you can, and it doesn't matter. And yeah. then you won't get you won't get as far as like the really good players, but you'll just throw it again. Yeah, yeah. And usually they're in like pretty areas. Yeah, just like yeah. walking around a park. Okay. Yeah, throwing shit, okay. throwing shit, drinking beer. It's fine <laughs> at the circle basket. You know, exactly. Okay, so I have something that might blow your mind. Did oh. you know that Kate Hudson was in Home Alone 2? What? No. So You Shandy are blowing my is, mind. She is now related to, but, well, not related to, but she has a connection with Kate Hudson for uh, 
degrees of separation because Kate Hudson was in the choir, the children's choir in Home Alone 2. She and her what? brother, she and her what? brother Oliver Hudson, they were in the choir scene. Oliver. And she, she still gets she still gets residual checks from the, oh the yeah, movie. she does. But nice. she gets 10 cents every year. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's kind of a bummer, but yeah. yeah. It's well, she's a nepo baby with a check. lot of money. She's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't that isn't that cool? Amazing. So that's the choir scene in the beginning where you know Buzz uh he uh oh. makes fun of yeah. I'm looking up pictures. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if you can you I wonder if uh, you can see her. Yeah. I'm gonna have to rewatch it I mean, and this, like yeah. pause and yeah. Yeah, I thought that, that was very fun. Like, I had no like, idea. That's fun that trivia. Is, yeah, that, that is, is really fun funny. trivia. Wow. Yeah. Nice. All right. So moving on. Oh, and Brian says before we move, I guess, if you want a game designed for be uh, beer drinking, we need to play cornhole. Oh, Agreed. I've that. seen Shandy yeah, play like cornhole. cornhole. <laughs> and drink beer at the same time. <laughs> and drink beer. <laughs> Shandy and Jack were on the same team? And Jay and Frank? I believe so. Or... Wait, we were standing on the same side, so were we on the same? Okay, so you and Frank were playing Jay and Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. makes that makes more sense. That makes way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, it was fun watching you guys play. It was fun playing. Yeah, 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 solid game. We keep meaning to buy a cornhole set. Mm, yeah, I feel like cornhole is like the southern bocce. We're like in New York. We'll literally. I had bocce in my backyard, so we still yeah, like, sit around cool. and yeah, play bocce or horseshoes, mm. which we also had in my backyard. Also growing up. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of wonder if, um, well, I don't know. Cornhole just reminds me of that. Um, all right. So I had found this uh, article on BuzzFeed from yesterday, and it is millennial parents reveal the biggest differences between their lives versus. Uh, I'm sorry, between their children's lives versus how they grew up. Ooh, I'm here for this. I, I knew we would all be here for this. And then when I found, I wasn't sure if I was going to do this one tonight or another one I had pulled aside. And then when I found out that Mandy was going to be here, I was mm. like, <laughs> I was like, all right. Okay. I'm, another millennial. I'm going to say that there's a reference to the weird and now Mandy's math. here. Oops, sorry, what? I'm, I'm just going to guess that there's a reference on the list to the weird math stuff. Speaking of Mandy, because I feel like I oh my my her. poor mom tried to help Zachary with his math homework when she was here last week. Woo. It's different. They, they do it weird now. Yeah, yeah, it's different. And she's a teacher. Yeah, no, for high school <laughs> kids, like for college kids, but still. <laughs> um. Okay. So it doesn't start out as you know uh, school related as you would think, but it definitely is as millennial related as you would think. Um, okay, the first one is um, from somebody who, uh, oh, Victoria Victoria Newhouse, which I originally read as Victoria W. House, and I was like, wow, that's an interesting name. Um, get it? Victoria W. House, or House? No? All right, I thought ah. it was <laughs> Oh, I think you have to, like, be looking at it, I think, maybe, you to do. make that connection. Here, actually, let me share this with it. you guys, too. Um, I'll, you know what? I'll just put this in the chat, and you can all... I'll uh, pull it up because why not? If anybody has anything out there that they are interested in, rock and roll. 
Um, okay, while well, you guys are pulling that up, Ma- Mandy says, we did Maddie's high school registration tonight. I'm completely out Ooh. on helping with schoolwork. <laughs> All right, so the first one, uh, my parents never wanted to know anything about my life or my mental health. If I had trouble at school, relationship questions, or questions about my body and how it worked, they would absolutely not entertain a conversation. If I was struggling in any way, I needed to buck up because people have it a lot worse. I'm 32 I have a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old, and I check in with them every day. I love hearing about every part of their days. I love making them navigate tough situations and reminding them that they that uh, they matter and can always trust me if they need help. I'm determined to give them a stronger mental foundation than I was given. Which, yeah, I my parents were never, like, they asked us about stuff. My mom used to make us sit around at the dinner table every night and she wouldn't let us leave until we told her one good thing about our day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but when oh you're like God. a little like kid, that. yeah. Yeah. So I they mean. did do stuff like that, but it was definitely I never felt comfortable with the relationship questions or like body questions. But again, that could be like user. Right. I feel like these are sort of, you know, individualistic sort of uh things. Um, however, my mom does tell the story and even now she doesn't fully say it, but apparently when my sister Caitlin was in middle school, she like trapped my mom in the car and started asking her all these questions about like, you know, sex stuff and whatnot. And my mom, as she tells it, she's like, she locked, she trapped, had me trapped in the car. I didn't know how to answer them. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm on my own trying to answer these. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Christy and I never did that to her, though. <laughs> um, next one is in the same regards. My parents, specifically my mom, were big on never apologizing, even if they were wrong or lost their temper. I always say sorry to my kids if I'm wrong or snap at them, um, which is – definitely something i had growing up and i always try to apologize to my kids but i think that's also a very italian thing hmm. it's, i don't think my mom ever was wrong <laughs> fair yeah I'm, I'm trying to and i'm sure she would apologize though if she was being next one is from louise richardson being monitored during waking hours i'm not sure if my mom knew where i was most of the time during weekends and holidays even in school, everything yes. is documented and fed mm-hmm. back. I love knowing what my daughter gets up to. I'm definitely more lax about her whereabouts than other parents. I'm trying to teach her about trust and expectations, whereas I see a lot of children given no space to make mistakes and push against boundaries to test their abilities. Yeah, yeah I feel very lucky that we grew up when we did um, and had so much unsupervised time. And without screens also, like to be bored and have our imaginations yeah. run wild and like do shit and have a certain amount of freedom. I feel like each generation kind of course corrects for like their generation now, nowadays. I thought that like parents not knowing what kids got up to was a very Gen X thing. Cause aren't they like the latchkey kid generation? I mean, I feel like, yes, there are the latchkey kid generation, but we're like being on that cusp also. Like I was definitely, I feel like part yeah. of that. Like my summer's, were very like unstructured and I would like take my bike and ride across town and like go play all day yeah. and then come back and yeah. Right. But then you, yeah. But like to, to that point, it's like 
younger millennials were probably products of like helicopter parents. So it's, you know, yeah, I think an elder uh, yeah, millennial has a different. Yes. Has more of that like freedom and like parents were not so involved as then I think, you know, kids on the other side of the generation. I would totally agree with that. But if you're a younger millennial out there, let us know. Yeah. Uh, Mandy says, my parents didn't know half the shit I did. They would be <laughs> horrified. Now, anytime my kids stay after school, I check their location on their phones. Also, my kids track where I am. <laughs> right. Because technology has made it more acceptable to, to do that. And it's like somehow the world feels less safe and like we have to. And it, it does feel a little like chicken egg. Like if we did right. have the case, capability to track the kids so closely, like would we feel so inherently unsafe? Like, it, you know, it's like I, went, I think yeah. about that sometimes. Which I mean, and honestly from our generation, what that reminds me of is like even, even like until fairly-ish recently, like do you guys remember just like this sort of like vibe that like there were all these kids getting kidnapped in the 80s? But it's like not true. You know, there was like the kids on the milk cartons and the stuff. Milk it was thing. like a yeah. whole thing, but it wasn't actually more dangerous. So it's like a, again, but there was this like vibe of like, oh, but it, but it, but it wasn't like it was. It was, it was more or less fine. Some See, you should listen to season. But... You should listen to season one of In the Dark. You've listened to it, right? Where they talk about the kid that inspired the milk carton, right? Wasn't that yes. Jacob's Law? Yeah, I believe I have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which again, you you have listened to that. I'm an idiot. Okay, um, we had those people. So many show. podcasts, <laughs> right? Then I, it's like I'm sitting here. I'm like, did I listen to the first season of In the Dark? I don't know if I did. <laughs> Maybe I did. I don't know. Uh, Greg said, my mom did the best she could, but with my dad passing when I was 12, my brother recovering from one cancer and then getting another one, my mom was mm. often too busy to know what was going on with me. Once I got yeah. my car, mm. I was really home. She had no clue what I was up to. Yeah. Um, yeah, lucky for her, I went to ch mostly went to church events, <laughs> and maybe she knew that she was lucky for her. I was a like, good kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, number four. Let me see what was number four. Mandy has okay. So number four was uh, biggest differences. My husband and I noticed about our parenting is we say I love you a lot more in our house um, than we did we had growing up to each other and to our son. It was never intentional, but it's nice to hear. And Mandy said, uh, every day before the girls leave, I tell them, I love you. Have a great day. Make good choices. This is probably more terrified, uh, terrified that could be the last words they hear from me. Okay, Mandy, mm. I was going to say that before yeah. I your final sentence. Because you know how they always say mm -hmm. like with your spouse, like, or your partner, like, make sure you don't go to bed fighting because you never know if somebody's not going to wake up. Um, oh, I, I always make sure to say, I love you and goodbye and hug my kids because I don't know if that's going to be the last time I see them because, well, you know, the obvious. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, every time a, a siren, I hear a siren during the day. I like my heart always freezes. Like, oh my God, is that going to the kid's school? And sometimes yeah. if there are a lot, a lot of sirens, I'll go online and see if like something is trending or does WRAL have it or, you know, is it on Facebook? So I have definitely done that before, which su fucking sucks that that yeah. is the society we live in. Yeah. But it is. Uh, the next one talks about screen time. When I was growing up, kids' TV programs were on for an hour or two after school and maybe an hour or two on mornings on the weekend. You turned on the TV, you had to watch what was on. Now my kids have Netflix, Disney Plus, or BBC iPlayer, and we could technically watch it all day. 
Yes. And they do. And they do. And then they go to restaurants and listen to it without fucking headphones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We, it's, yeah, that's, that sucks. Um, But we're pretty good now about monitoring it. But when my kids go to my parents' house, they have like culture shock where they're like, what do you mean we can't just pause this? And I'm like, well, they have cable. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. SpongeBob is what's on. So that's what you're going to watch. Yeah. The lack of commercial breaks. Yeah. (laughs) Use that time wisely. I will say, like, even because I know I talked about one of my uh, New Year's resolutions is my, how much I'm bummed out about. Uh, technology and everyone being on their phones all the time and trying to like make a conscious effort of even when I'm like sitting waiting or like waiting in line at the grocery store or whatever to just not fucking take out my phone because it's like just just be bored just like it's it's okay and it's it's weird because we've become so accustomed to that yeah but yes but I think it's I think it's good yeah yeah yeah, I no, I totally agree, and I I feel like I I think about that a lot. That that like knee jerk whenever you have a moment of yeah. quiet, that like you pick up your phone and it's like fighting that yeah. urge because it's a compulsion, and it's like it's a compulsion, and then yeah. your brain never gets to just like daydream. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, uh, a couple of years ago, I did um, that book, The Artist Way, and like each each week you do there's like a different theme to the week to sort of help you like recapture your, you know, artistic vision or whatever. But like there is one week specifically in the updated version where it's like no, no distraction. So like Mm. no social media, no like reading, like when you're sort of like commuting, like you're just present all the time. And like, it was like a very hard week, but it was like such a gift to myself of like, you know, breaking breaking that impulse like breaking Mm -hmm. that compulsion like you know a full week of like not doing those things and it's like just a reminder like yeah i feel like i need to do it again yeah (laughs) yeah um maggie says uh that there's a book about what you're talking about shandy it's called uh, she thinks it's called bored but brilliant i'm gonna write that that down maggie thank Mm. you and uh greg says are you implying it's bad to cycle through the same like five apps nonstop all day I mean, you read into um, that what you what you want. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start skipping around, but uh, this next one is kind of depressing. It was, uh, I was born in 1990. My daughter is born in 2019. The biggest thing I've noticed isn't so much about the generation itself, but more about the world around it and what we're allowing them to inherit. Uh, when I was growing up in the 90s in West Virginia, the seasons were all very distinguishable. You knew that you were getting gorgeous leaves on the trees in the fall. Um Tons of snow days in the winter and sitting at the window the night before school, watching the snow fall, just praying that it didn't stop so you could stay home tomorrow. A lot of rain bringing green and flowers in the spring and the hot summer heat with the warm summer nights. Uh, Now, though, the leaves fall from the trees as soon as they turn because of severe weather changes. So we don't get those spectacular couple months of beauty from the mountains. Uh, the rain lasts all all year and is particularly bad in what used to be spring. The summers are so hot and humid that you literally can't breathe if you're outside for more than 15 minutes a day. But half the time, it's literally freezing at night. My birthday is late July, and it was 30 degrees Fahrenheit on my birthday at night recently. 
it's just so sad to me that my kid won't get to experience the same earth I did growing up because of the things we humans have done for it. It seriously hurts my soul. And that was from Adrian Noel. And Adrian, I have to tell you, you should go listen to what we talked about in our bonus show before this, <laughs> where we talked about recycling. Yeah. And yeah. whatnot how yeah. fuck the fuck the corporations shandy you're gonna no, have to go back a major to major bummer right. <laughs> sorry <laughs> um i will say though uh to this adrian uh what are these snow days you're talking about uh, this is one thing that's funny like in montana they actually get a lot more snow days now from what i've gathered from like ellis and paul uh than i ever did growing up we got one snow day because you would just you would just fucking have to still go to school power through it not the safest but that's just what you did and now they actually are maybe like taking safety more into consideration which is good but like we we never got snow days yeah that's why it's just weird that <laughs> we haven't had snow in north carolina in several years and we usually get at least one or two so yeah maggie says bored and brilliant how spacing out can unlock your most productive and creative self book by Manoush uh, Zamarati, and I'll put that in the show notes. Show notes. Oh too. yeah, Manoush Zamarati. She, um, uh, Ted Radio Hour podcast is the host of that. Ah. She's an NPR NPR journalist. Uh, Matt says it was almost sixty in Maine, Vermont, 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 Maine. Sorry, I suck. Um, Vermont. Uh, Somewhere in New England. In New February, Hampshire. February tenth. Oh, New, New Hampshire. Hampshire. Fuck. I'm sorry. I knew it was up there, but I knew it wasn't a Bernie state, which is why the Vermont thing was throwing me off. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, the book tie was a typo. I'll, I'll put the, the name in the show notes, too. Let's see. What else? Uh, number eight. Mandy's doing this for us. Uh, what was number eight? Let me go down to that one. Uh, so many things are different, but the biggest is we let our children make their own choices. For example, my daughter wanted to cut her long hair off for a pixie cut when she was three. My mom was appalled that I let her make that decision because she was too young to know better. We also decided not to circumcise our son, which both our moms were and still are years later completely against. Just uh, didn't seem like our place to make that decision for him. And we know other couples our age who also decided to go along that route. I would say in Zachary's or both the kids' uh, daycare classes, it was pretty evenly split from what I understand. Obviously, I wasn't going around looking at little baby penises, but yeah. <laughs> moms would talk about it is what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So Manny said, as someone who got their nose, belly button, and tongue pierced, how I now tell Maddie no to getting her nose pierced. But at, at I was 19. She wants it for her 14th birthday in May. Oh, Yeah. Mm. Well, some I, things I just. Well, go ahead. I was going to say my I, my mom did sign for my nose ring at at seventeen, but I feel like she probably was feeling like it was close enough. Yeah, yeah, same. But when I got my belly button pierced, but I also mm. gave my mom a presentation as to why she should <laughs> let me do it. Nice, oh, Actually, amazing. I forgot I had a belly button ring too, and I think I got it at sixteen. So I guess she signed for that one too. Uh, but yeah. yeah, that one came out. Tongue ring at 18. That one she was not going to sign for. Also came out. Yeah. yeah. But but a well, nose there, ring is forever. There are, for now, does anyway. young, though. <laughs> there are certain things that like Zach 
he wants a phone and like, we'll be like, okay, well you have to wait until you're this age or he wants to do something like, oh, you have to wait until you're this age. We're not against it. We just, you know, feel like you're a little bit young and he still whines and complains, but you know, overall it's fine. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Oh, and uh, back to the apps. Brian says, so you mean I shouldn't be listening to this on my phone, messaging you guys while playing virtual darts with my kid while also making a lecture for tomorrow. That's too much screen time. No, it's fine. That's too many screens. <laughs> Don't split your brain that many times. Brian. <laughs> Greg says, I feel like belly button piercings aren't common anymore. Greg, that's yeah. because we're olds now. <laughs> yeah. But maybe like, even with I the children. Cool yeah. Because I mean, because honestly, it kind of, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to offend anyone, but. Well, I feel like um, belly button rings were also trendy when short shirts were trendy. Although crop yeah. tops are back. So oh, maybe God. we will see a return to belly button rings now that the hems of, but the pants are also much higher now. So I mm. feel like oh, yeah, the, high -waist, we're all the trendy high-waisted high pants yeah. would rub against the belly button yeah. ring and it would be very uncomfortable. So I feel like maybe that's that why trend. belly rings are not trendy right now. High-waisted pants? I'm here for high-waisted pants. Oh my God. I never, I'm never dropping the waistline ever again. They are that high and they're going to stay there forever. <laughs> I'm never going back. Uh, Mandy says, yes, nose rings are forever. I think we may have found a contender for episode title. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Okay, two more, because Mandy's doing all the work for me here. Mm. <laughs> then we'll take a break. This next one is uh, being 100% honest and truthful with my kids. If they have a question about something they see on the news, social media, or something a friend said, I'll tell them the truth. No sugarcoating mm. or stepping around the answer. I'd rather my kids understand what's going on uh, around them than be sheltered and oblivious. Yeah. And Mandy said, that's so true. Uh, Mackenzie knows more about current events than me. She forms her mm -hmm. own political opinions and isn't afraid to share them. And I do think that that Gen Z generation, which I'm, I think Mackenzie's at the end of that, right? Because Zach's at the start of the Gen Alpha, which I believe is 2013 14, mm -hmm. 12, 13, 14 um, mm -hmm. is whatever that generation is going to be called. So, yeah, I, I think that's really cool that Gen Z is more, like, politically in your face. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah, really as long mean. as they don't veer in the wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basing, you know, basing their opinions off of well-researched facts and... Uh... <laughs> and TikTok. And TikTok. Right. Well-researched TikTok videos. Yeah. <laughs> Nuanced. Yeah. Uh... And, yeah. But no, I agree with that, though, just like letting them like just being honest about it. It was really tough when because they also see the headlines on Alexa. It was tough mm -hmm. to try to explain October 7th to Zach. Oh, wow. He's like, how do you be like, well, there was a conflict that started in 1948. <sighs> but really, it started like centuries before then. Right. 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 And there's a lot of geopolitical things. I was like, you know what? There's this episode of The Daily, and it's a good start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, buddy, buddy, we're not going to be able to distill this down into a into a way that uh, a child your age can comprehend and yeah. uh, while still being like, accurate. Well, because he recently was like, I saw that lots of kids were killed. And I was like, yeah, Aww. that's true. But also I don't want to like, because he gets anxious easily too. So it's a fine line. Like, yeah. you well, does, he, does he know how the fallout of that is gone? Because, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's like, 
It's like, buddy, a lot of adults can't explain or comprehend what is what is going on. It is very complicated. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, okay. Um, uh, Brian said those born after 2010 are called Gen Alpha, I think. Because we've come back to the Gen beginning Z. of the Yeah, yeah it's the alpha, alpha beginning. Them. I'm sure they'll get their own name at some point. Gen Z just sounds cool, so that's stuck. It does sound cool. Because don't forget, we were Gen Y until they came up with millennials. Yeah. Oh, uh, Greg says, time, like, young men. Yeah. Sorry, say again. Uh, no, no, just uh, yeah, mumbling out loud to myself. Greg said, young men are trending conservative, conservative, and that's troubling. That very is very troubling. troubling. That's what I was um, talking about, and veer in the wrong direction. That's mm -hmm. I know. Okay, and then one more, last one. Thanks, Mandy, for doing all this for me. <laughs> They're so much more hydrated than I was. They always have a water bottle with them at school or in the car. I used to think it was I was never thirsty. Turns out I was just not used to drinking water. <laughs> she said that made her LOL. Of course they drink more water when they have a $50 it cup that's popular. Your kids have Stanley tumblers, don't they? Have we talked about this? Like, I do not understand. No, nor do I. I do not understand. Like, how is this? Even I think it's just they're 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 good thing? design and it's so, it's so stupid. It is the dollars shit I've ever heard. Are they really okay. fifty dollars each? Well, no, they got up like that because of like you know the demand like the, or whatever. Oh, like the beanie and, baby and exclusive, effect, sort of. So here's the deal: <laughs> they've been around for a hundred years. The company, yeah, they were always around. You know that thirty dollar range, blah blah blah. Some like influencer. Like pointed them out and then like Target started having exclusive colors and all of a sudden there was like a run on them because what they do is they have the handle and the straw and they fit into your cup holders but they're huge they're like 32 ounces or something they're also a big deal because they uh it, they're large and they keep things ice cold so like you could leave them in your car on a 90 degree day and come back and the ice is like barely melted like that's the whole thing like they're good quality but then they just got driven up because it's like the beanie baby effect yeah it is the stupidest fucking shit i have ever heard in my entire life well, that's yeah. obviously hyperbole but like i just can't wrap my head around it oh man he's got some some Ooh. criticism she says the stanley cups leak hmm. they are hydro flask all the way yeah i enjoy hydro flask i feel like stanley cups are very like um tj maxx 15 dollars. like a very suburbs thing I feel like oh, I'm yeah. not I'm not walking on the subway with a, a drink that big. Like it's not going to fit in my in my bag. You know, I don't yeah. need a cup holder because I don't have a car. Well, I do have a car, but I don't commute <laughs> with it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, I feel like yeah, I feel like I prefer my uh, travel water bottle to be a little more um, small. <laughs> I don't I don't have a travel water bottle. I have a water bottle that I keep at work, and I have a water bottle that I keep by my bed. There, it's neither a hydro flask nor a Stanley cup. And then I have like Nalgene bottles for hiking. Oh, like, Amanda, I, I love tell that you Nalgene about Nalgene. Is still a thing. <laughs> All of mine have gone the way of the dodo, but I'm glad that like, they still exist. Yeah. And people are like, should have whatever, you know, I, bottle uh, Maggie, they I, want to. Good night, but good night. Good night, night. Yeah, people, like you know, hydrate yourself. Get whatever fucking water bottle you want. But this, this shit is okay. so stupid. I have, yeah, okay. I have 
a one that I take with me when I go places, like a car one kind of. And it's just the Con Air one, Con Contair, the one you get at Target. Yeah. And uh, then I have the the half gallon one that I try to fill up, and then I in the morning and I pour water into another glass out of it throughout the day to track what I drink because I try to drink at least uh, that plus two other glasses of water during the day because I'm weird like that. No, so I don't think that's weird. I think it's, you know, like, I think it's good to be well hydrated. And if that helps you, like, keep to your hydration goals, then, like, all the power to you. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, uh, we'll stop there. Thanks, everybody. This was fun. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll do some feedback. Um, and we'll move it along because we're running a little long. But we had a good conversation. So, mm-hmm. yay. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, we're back. We're ready to get into the feedback. The first bit is from from Maggie, who just left. Good night, Maggie. And oh, she night. said her favorite post Super Bowl meme, and it's the one from Brian Cohen that went viral. And it's a uh, 2023 Super Bowl. Rihanna is pregnant. It's a picture of Rihanna. 2024 Super Bowl. We're all pregnant, and it's a picture <laughs> of Usher without his shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> He did. He took I everyone behind that. the bleachers. That's really funny. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, next up, we have uh, we have an email from Andy, and then we have a message. She said, "I posted the stuff very late today, which is my bad." <laughs> also, oh, you know what happened last week? Okay, I was so proud. I had the show done by. Like four o'clock in the afternoon. I was so excited. I was done. I had met my goal that I was going to be out on time. So I uploaded it. I set it to post at uh, 6 a.m. the next morning, except stupid fucking me set it to post at 6 a.m. on the 17th, not the 16th, because I got confused. And then when I got it the next morning, I checked my feed and at nine o'clock and realized it's not there. So I went to look and then I discovered that I said it for the wrong day. So I was like, God damn it. So I early and I still did it. (laughs) (laughs) And then it wasn't showing up in the Apple feed, which I'm pretty sure was because I messed up when I scheduled it. So I had to delete everything and post post it at like 10 o'clock at night. Oh, I was so annoyed. I was like, ah, (laughs) I know. But anyway, thanks for listening and your patience. (laughs) Always. <laughs> Don't get a belly button ring. I hear there. No, it's not ring. I hear there forever. <laughs> Nose ring. Nose ring. Nose ring. Nose ring. Fuck. Yeah. A nose ring famously won't fuck up your teeth. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. 
I guess, unless if you're a licking nose. I mean, you have to be doing something really <laughs> unique. <laughs> Brian, welcome to 40, Colleen. <laughs> um, oh, boy. I know. Oh I, you know, I'm so old now. I would have been on like my three years ago, eight years ago. I would have been on like my second or third of this at this point in the show. I haven't even taken two sips of this yet. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm oh, drinking boy. water. Water and tea. <laughs> Lemon water, though. You know. Nice. Well, fancy. Goddamn lady. As I explained earlier, I don't think anybody was on. This is the glass that I got, the fake Moreno glass I got in, in Venice. Beautiful. And yes. I only brought it down and filled it up so I could show it off. Mm. Yeah. It, it really is very wondering. beautiful. So what's actually what? in it, though? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, it's Maker's Mark. But now it's very uh, watered-down Maker's Mark. <laughs> Which is actually kind of how I prefer Maker's Mark. I know, me oh, too. It's a little too sweet. That's true. Well, I told you when JS band practice on Mondays, yeah. they bring up somebody brings a bottle of something every week and they'll pour me some at like 630 when they break it out. And then I will let it melt and I'll drink it at like 930. And that's mm. how I prefer it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, a little Grand Marnier. I, you know, it's like a oh little quick, quickie cocktail. You just put a little bit of that in the whiskey and it, I don't know, it melts it out. It gets a little orange zing. I like it. Interesting. Yeah. I've never thought of that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, okay. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up even quicker than I thought. I think. I don't know. I'm hyper now, guys. Woo! So um, sip of a watered down maker's mark. Mm, mm, mm. Maker's mark is not forever. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh all right. Uh uh, Andy email. Andy email. We got to do the Andy email. Okay. So Andy writes in this week in Andy's virginity. Hey, broads. Well, first up, off, happy early birthday, Shandy. Hope you have a great time. Thank you, Andy. As for me, there's no real update. I'm still looking at job postings and not finding much. It's frustrating, but I got to keep going. No news in the dating world either, besides the last place I went on a date being demolished uh, that I mentioned before. I found an article on NPR about why dating sites suck, going into this enshittification hmm, of popular sites and e-shitification? No, I don't know. Um, of popular sites and the paradox of trying to keep a steady customer base when your service, in theory, is meant to be used only temporarily and ideally never again. It's very true. And Andy puts in the link to the NPR article. I guess you'll still be hearing from me for the foreseeable future. Hashtag I'm with hers. Andy. Well, Andy, even uh, when you're writing us updates that no longer contain this week in your virginity, maybe post-virginity, I hope you're still going to be writing us updates so oh yeah 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 i hope that we'll be hearing from you for the foreseeable future not just because of the you know the dating sitch smash okay. room baby smash <laughs> <room>. <laughs> this week from andy's smash room <laughs> <laughs> forward to it yes yes <laughs> oh my god 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, the article is from NPR. It's the dating app yes. paradox. Why dating apps may be worse than ever. And it came out on February 13th, 2024. Yeah. I see what they did there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't imagine that it's uh, easy out there. I, I mean, and I know that I know, I know many people who have uh, found great partners on dating apps, but there is like kind of a part of me that's kind of like, oh, I, I don't regret that I happened to find my person before dating apps. Because mm. it's just, it sounds really hard. It is really hard. Doesn't as, sound like as someone, as someone, who's enough time, as someone who spent <laughs> enough time on dating apps to know like, yeah, it was just not for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, um, it is, uh, exhausting as in the same way so much of you know online life can be yeah greg says dating apps are a hellscape well amanda do you remember back in like season one or two you did this whole like advice on dating apps thing i do Mm. do vaguely remember this yeah yeah it's it's been a while i wonder if it holds up it probably doesn't i'm sorry it was probably I, I'm sure I would cringe to go back and hear it now. Somebody I, needs to do that. <laughs> you talked about, I think this was at that same time, but maybe I'm just remembering a different conversation. Who knows? Because it has been eight years. But um, I remember you talking about how like dating apps kind of like helped you figure out what you don't want in a partner. And that can be a really valuable like yes. thing to learn. Yeah, I do stand by that statement. Yes, that I I do agree with that. That I think for all the all the negative things of like the quantity over quality um, model of a dating app, um, it does allow you to like rule some things out and to learn about yourself. Um, But you know, like with all rides, at some point you do want to get off. Yeah, like you don't want the ride to go on for forever. You also want to get off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll do. They'll do. But I'm cha. Greg also says it was my profile from Coffee Meets Bagel. I yes. Oh, yes, it was. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. 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 Awesome. Seriously. A moment here. Yeah. Well, you know who's a, a famous, uh, famous in uh, the dating app success story? Uh, Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey's brother. So he um, and his wife met on Tinder, I think. And um, don't ask me how I know this, but they met on Tinder and now, you know, they're married and they went on a Valentine's Day date last week and he wore a shirt. She put it on Instagram that said, never forget where you came from. Tinder, uh, something Tinder. Hold on. I have it in my search in my browser history. And I know I have it in my browser history because I just read it like yesterday. Hold please. Okay. Yeah. So he wore a shirt that said, never forget where you came from. And then it, it had Tinder with the logo with the uh, logo on it. And he wore that on their Valentine's Day date. And I happen to think that's actually pretty funny. Yeah. It's gonna lie. The end. So yeah, Andy, you too could be like Jason Kelsey. Yes. Uh, but the, that article uh, he sent is really interesting, though. It's talking about how stock prices are like basically plummeted. Investors are heartbroken. Uh, 
they're failing to woo Generation Z, which is interesting because that goes to what we were talking about, where Generation Gen Z is the they're so different than us. Like, hasn't um, Gen Z like don't they like infamously like not drink, not do just a lot of stuff that our generation did like when they were not have sex. Yes, that's right. That's like a whole thing too, right? Like we killed TGI Fridays, but we did a good thing there. <laughs> we don't get enough credit for killing the like, chain restaurant. Like the restaurants? Like what is that what yeah. we're talking about? Yeah, hey. like millennials get shit on because yeah. we moved to like, you know, microbreweries and uh, family-owned restaurants, and like, we uh, I will not doing, apologize. Like, for yeah, that. I no, think that, yeah, that never. sounds like a good thing to me. I'm yes. not going to apologize for that. You're welcome. Is more like exactly. That's one of the biggest things we get shit on, though. For what anyway. from who? Who are these people? The owners of the big chain restaurants. Well, <laughs> who cares what they have to say? Yeah. Uh, Mandy says that. Um, Oh, yes. Okay, yes. So this is the Jason Kelsey story. So he got shit-faced, fell asleep at the bar during their first date. Her dad had to come help Yikes. get him home. And he still Yikes. managed to get a second date. He also didn't have who he was. His professional football thing. Uh, is he like a... He's not a quarterback. What is he, Mandy? She'll know. He's a thrower of some sort. A safety <laughs> thrower of the ball. <laughs> A catcher? <laughs> That's true. I was going to ask, was he playing professional football? He was, but these, this, the dating he occurred. didn't have it. He didn't have it anywhere in his profile. So when she Googled him, just his name to see who she was going out with, uh, he, Jason Kelsey, the football player, came up and she and her girlfriend's joke, like, wouldn't that be funny if that's who it is? I'm sure it's not. And then he showed up, and that's who it was. Wow. And then he's he a center. And... Yeah. So that's like a really that's... major red flag. But uh, hopefully, yeah. it sounds like, I mean, things worked out. I guess got that yeah. too. But whatever. <laughs> um, Matt said, yeah, so Gen Z does, uh, they don't want sex scenes in TV and movies. But to be fair, okay, I actually talked about this last, well, not here, but talked about this last week. <laughs> When you think about it, though, a lot of sex scenes are just to, like, go down and check a box because a dude is a screenwriter and they think that people are going to want to see, like, action heroes. Like, everybody's like James Bond and, like, you know, stops to fuck a girl. But it doesn't really actually have anything to do with the plot. Like, I don't need to watch a Fast and the Furious and see Vin Diesel have sex with some random person. Like, yeah. I'm there for the crazy shit that blows up and the very weird ways that they survive when they shouldn't. I'm not there to go, you know... I mean, maybe Especially, I'm there to see the rock bone a dude, but bone a girl or a dude, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, especially not when it's like um, like normal American TV or movie, unrealistic, stupid sex, you know? Right, right. Just there to make you feel inadequate and bad. Right. Like something like sex education, the sex in that show has a purpose. Yes. 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 But sometimes, yeah, it's just there to be gratuitous, which is fine. But, like, I get why Gen Z would be like, this is a waste of my time. This movie doesn't need to be 17 hours. Maybe it could be 16 hours if we cut out all the sex scenes. I, I mean, not that. to mention their attention spans are shit because of all well, that's the screens. <laughs> the screens. Just kidding, sort of, but not. Yeah. Remember when they thought Quibi would be cool and then it failed? 
what was that? I don't remember that. Quibi was Jeff Zucker's big thing where it was, you could watch mini, uh, uh, mini TV shows, mini like episodes of things it was, while you're like in line. Yeah. And it was kind of like, like TikTok. It's kind of like TikTok, <laughs> but like all like it was serialized highly. TikTok. Yeah. Like highly produced. Huh. Yeah. Like with famous people, like they thought that that was going to be a thing, but it <laughs> launched, it happened to launch just as COVID was starting and nobody <laughs> gave a shit to go watch your stupid stuff in line. Yeah, they didn't need short form. They had suddenly had nothing to do and needed <laughs> Also, yeah. they were not standing in line. They were yeah. at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, Mandy says, my kids are anti-everything. Like, we keep weed and gummies out and it's not an issue. That's awesome. Yeah. And Mandy and Brian both clarified Jason Kelsey is a center. And then they also, Mandy explained, he is the person that hikes the ball to the quarterback, which thank you. That, that is good. <laughs> <laughs> a sports right brian says i'm a child of the 80s boobs are required and Greg says i say there should be nudity if they want a sex scene like either have a sex scene or don't okay well For equal opportunity nudity yes Sick equal opportunity nudity female yep. nudity yeah okay uh let's finish up with the the message she said and then well this is very fun guys thank you so much yeah Great crowd. All right. None of these look like this. It's been two years since we've done this. I'm glad that he's receptive to the hydration. Mm -hmm. uh, you go till it's empty. It shocks me that it's not more. It's hard to get a good meatball. <laughs> it is. That's what she said in Italy. <laughs> uh, sometimes you got to make it yourself. Sometimes you do. I did get... I did get something out of it. I will let you know when I'm finished. This one takes place all night. <laughs> Gonna slip that in there real quick. <laughs> we'll do it next week. <laughs> and next week we will. Same time, same place, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy says her new 2023 re 2024 resolution is starting off good watching more live shows. Yeah. Nice. I love that. I know. My 2024 resolution is to make sure we continue to do these once a month and continue to do the other shows once a month. And get back to the, the monthly assignment assignment shows. You know what I mean? Because I, yes. I like doing yes. those. Yes. Topical show. No, not really topical. I don't know. Topical. Yeah, I like calling it that. For yeah. lack of a better word. Greg says, the one thing I hate about sex scene is when the man clearly finishes and they both just lay down in bed with zero cleanup. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like both like is both relaxing from the same orgasm that they simultaneously had, even though we both know that she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Although, did you watch that? I oh, okay. I'm caught up with everything but the finale of True Detective. Oh, same, same. I still haven't watched the finale. But there is that. You might scene. have two more to go, so be careful. Okay, I won't spoil you, but there okay. is. First of all, I love it. Uh, Shandy, you were right not to watch it at night because I watched Yay. it at night when everyone was asleep, and it was eleven o'clock at night when episode three finished with <gasps> the, the the guy getting up in bed and being like, "Your mom says hi. She'll see yeah. you soon." No! Which is like many jumps. So I'm like getting nervous right now. There's like too many jump scares. I can't. Well, okay, so Terrifying. I had to turn all the lights on in the house. I then tweeted about it. I was like, Shaggy was right. 
And oh man, I should be on Twitter. I had to dig around on the internet for like 45 minutes until I forgot what I had just oh. watched to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Freak shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, but what I was going to say was the scene where, and I don't think this is spoilery, but Jodie Foster's having sex with mm. somebody else of her age. With uh, Doctor Who, the original. Well, not with the Doctor original. Who. With Doctor yes. Who. AKA the guy from Christopher Eccleston. The left the leftovers. Is he in the leftovers too? He is in the leftovers. Oh. He plays um Matt in the leftovers. I think that's his character's name. It's it's great. Anyway, so yeah, so she's having sex with Christopher Eccleston's character, and he's like about to finish, and she's like, Don't you dare, don't yeah. you dare. <laughs> I thought that was funny, and that reminded that me funny. of what we were talking about right here. Totally. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Um Matt said, speaking of assignments, Bottoms is on Amazon and works as a double feature with Dick's the Musical. You could have <laughs> Colk back. I could have Colk back. He was just in Canada. I have no idea what his travel schedule is. Except he was with Illyrio and they sent me selfies. And I was like, cool. Hi, guys. <laughs> so, the end. Uh, but anyway, yeah, maybe. That sounds good. We could, we could talk about that. Right now, though, the next thing we're going to watch for sure is um, Irish Wish. The rural jurors Irish, Irish wish. wish with Lindsay Lohan, <laughs> <laughs> March fifteenth, and then we will promptly talk about it on whatever the Tuesdays that follows that, which is the nineteenth. And yeah, there's that. Okay, um, we will everybody uh, prepare yourselves for broad games after the uh, great broadcast bake off, and <laughs> yeah, go play some pickleball and report back. Or disc golf, or frolf, or whatever you call it. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, on that note, though, thanks everybody for hanging out with us tonight. This was really, really fun. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening out there. Hopefully, I have set this for the correct date and time, <laughs> and we're on time. <laughs> I make no guarantees. <laughs> Nor should you. You know, you're yeah. a busy lady. Yeah. It drops when it drops. It drops when it drops. But I got to get it done, though, because my sister and brother-in-law are coming. And if I don't get it done on Thursday, then I won't get it done un until Monday. Because we have Jack and Cindy's anniversary uh, thingy on Saturday. Because it's their 35th anniversary? On my birthday? Oh, my God. No, they're the 25th. Oh, well, almost. Very yeah, nice. so we're going to Angus Barn. Nice. But Aww. we're going at, like, 3 in the afternoon. So, like there's a 0% chance that I get anything done that day. Hmm. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, hopefully we're good. Okay. Anyway, neither here nor there. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, check out the, I swear to God, I'm posting what we talked about for before Shandy got on as an episode. So check that out. And it's not even going to be edited. I'm just going to clip it, post it. The end. Great. Okay. On that note, though, thanks everybody. Thank you to the patrons, especially the ones I can do at a certain level. And that'd be Eckhart Kinder, Maggie the Magnificent, Joanne with the Plan, and Ed the Creepy Poopy Head Mailman. Uh, thank you guys so much. Any feedback? The broadcasters three at gmail.com or give us a call 331 276 2373. We love feedback, as you know. And we'll see you guys all next month. Yeah. On that note, my name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye.